0: Hi, welcome to Cycling Talk podcast with me, Georgia Mahoney. Today I am joined by the riders from Garden Shed UK, Ribble Verge Sport. Garden Shed is a team that I have watched and admired for a while now and it was really great to chat to the friendly team members. I spoke to the team on Wednesday evening and in this interview we talk about the More World Cup that Nathan, Libby and Ollie were planning to go to. Team GB announced on Thursday morning that they wouldn't be taking riders to the Namur World Cup this weekend, so some of the riders' plans have changed. I'm really excited to speak to Jensen, Nathan, Ollie, Libby, and Seb. Thank you all so much for joining me.
1: Yeah, cheers for everyone who's on.
0: Thank you. Seb, I'll start with you as you're the newest and youngest member of the team. How did it feel to be asked to join the team and how has it been getting to know the other riders?
2: Uh, It's been good. I knew quite a lot of them before actually joining the team to start off with. So I knew knew Libby a little bit. I knew Nathan, obviously, because he lives near me. Obviously me and Ollie. It's been nice getting to know Jensen and his family, like Mike and Helen. I've not really, um, well, I didn't know too much about them before the team. So now, obviously, well, we're quite close to them and... I know mean, the team's just been helping me like, progress quite a lot and I've been been enjoying being part of it and everything, so it's been good so far.
0: And Libby, you're the only girl on the team. How do you find that? Um, I don't
3: find it too bad, to be fair. I think because the boys, obviously all the boys are really skillful and everything, and I think there's actually quite good to learn from them, and I don't really mind being the only girl, to be fair. I mean, I've got a brother, so it's not much different. <laughs>
0: Jensen, we chatted just before round one of the National Trophy in Derby, and I know you weren't feeling 100%, but then you still raced that Sunday. Can you tell me about the race?
1: Uh, Yeah, that feels like a long time ago now. It's actually my last cross race I did. But yeah, um, the race went fairly well, to be fair, to say how I felt beforehand. Um, I think I came eighth overall in the elite men. Um, But after the race, I kind of just felt really ill. Went to the doctors, had blood tests and stuff, and it turns out I had a bit of a virus. So I've not really ridden my bike much since then. The last couple of weeks, I've started training again, but but since then, um, I've not really done anything.
0: Seb, the race at Derby for you was the first race for the team. After starting 29th on the grid, you won the race with time to celebrate. How did that first win for the team feel?
2: Yeah, it felt really good for me. I mean... I was so nervous coming into it. I was on the on the turbo warming up and I was doing like my efforts and everything. After all, I was just a stop pedal. I had like minute rates and everything. I was so nervous. My legs felt dead. My whole body was like, you know I, don't know, I don't know how to describe it. I was just like so nervous. Uh, and on the start line, I was shaking and everything. And with Derby, obviously because everything was random gridding, they'd had the like wide start straight. So on the f- second corner, I got through to about fifth. And then after that, I mean, I was all right. Once the race goes, I mean, all the nerves go out the window, to be honest, and it's just like, I'm in the zone. So it was a really good race, and it was good to be uh, good to get the first win for Garden Shed that year, so yeah.
0: And I think you really proved to people that it didn't matter uh, where you were gridded, because some people uh, really complained about the random gridding, but I think, considering you were gridded 29th, and then you went and won. It sort of showed that it didn't really matter.
2: Yeah, I thought it was all right. I mean, I know quite a lot of people in my race as well. Um, started a lot further back. And because of the start bit, I mean, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of time to move up, move up mm. as far as you like. So um I didn't I, I didn't think it affected me much. So I quite enjoyed it to be honest.
0: Round two of the national trophy was at Westmoreland and your first junior win, Nathan. Can you tell me about how that race was for you?
4: I mean, after Derby, where I didn't get the best race I'd hoped for with a few um, crashes and that, it was. It felt good to finally get my hands in the air and get a win. Because um, I got a pretty good start and I rode with the group and then I managed to attack up the climb and get open up a gap for the rest of the race. So, yeah, it's, it felt good for it to go to, like, go to plan.
0: Seb, uh, it was another win for you, but it didn't come easy and your race was pretty eventful. Can you tell me what happened?
2: Yeah, so right off the start, I had, I had a really good start, actually. I've been working on them quite a lot in training. and um, So I was, say, that like second or third coming through the gantry, and then straight after that, I just kind trying to put the power out and just unclipped, and then my chain, it jumped into the mini ring. So I was just spinning out, and then I ended up, I just, well, because it's too by, I just flicked it back onto my big ring again, and I just kind of, like, kept going. So it wasn't too bad of a start to be honest, but it just kind of like led to a hectic race. I uh I caught back up to the start, went through to the front, then about two laps in on the wall. I'm not you know, the little steep like run up for our race Mm -hmm. anyway. I got a retry, I rode to the top of it and slid all the way back down. And while I was running back up, I caught my bow on my I think it was on my pedal, I think, and it just came clean off. So after that race, I was searching around for about half an hour trying to find it again, but it's fine. Um, so I did the rest of the race without a boa, and then my shoe came off the laugh after, and yeah, it's just hectic to be honest. And then I got a puncture actually, I got a puncture as well. So puncture, boa, shoe came off, chain off. But all, I felt really strong to be honest. That I think I feel like the other riders that they're so skillful, but they just push it so far on the corners. They were on the floor every two minutes. Whereas I'm a bit more like cautious. I'm a bit slow around the corners, but I don't, well, I don't tend to deck it as much anyway. So that's how I caught up.
0: Ollie, uh, you finished third in a very tight battle with Ben Askey. Uh, what do you like about the course at Westmoreland?
5: Um, I think the best part about it for me is because I, I could hop the hurdles. So they were right next to the finish, weren't they? And it gave me a good advantage over the others. Even though I was doing it a bit slower than the others, I can't really do them that well. So uh, that was a good thing. And I've always done well on the course. I think it just suits me in general. Obviously, it's good for the psychological side of things as well.
0: Uh, Nathan, Ollie, and Libby, you travelled over to Ireland for the Verge Sports Cyclocross event with some brilliant results. Libby, can you tell me about your win there?
3: Um. Yeah, I mean, because there was two girls in the junior race we were put with the elite women so we all well, just all together and so i think off the start i was probably about maybe like i was riding in about sixth or something like that fifth the race was pretty long to be fair like compared to a normal cross race for me um but i think just throughout the race i was just keep kept picking people off And I just kept strong throughout the whole race and then I made my way up to third Um, and I think in the last lap I was pretty close to second as well Um, but I just I didn't quite get that but yeah I think just the long race suited me well I think because I just could I could just keep going for a while so yeah that was pretty successful.
0: Ollie, I know you were supported by Rife Charlie to do this and many other events. Can you tell me about how Rife Charlie has helped you and the team?
5: Um, I think it's helped us all massively to get out to Belgium or to Ireland or wherever. And it obviously it helps everyone who applies for it and gets the funding, but more so for us because we're traveling back and forth constantly. And with GB as well. I know me, Nathan, Libby, well, I know Seb and Jensen haven't been out yet, but one day they will do. And it helps us all to afford it.
0: Uh, A trip to Calender Park in Scotland and another win for you, Nathan, which also put you in the National Trophy Series Leader jersey. It was such a great venue. Did you enjoy the race?
4: Yeah, no, I found that course, like, really fun. Mm. At first, in practice, I wasn't too sure about it, all like, the run-ups, like, whether they were rideable or not. So I wasn't really sure how the race was going to plan out. But I got a pretty good start again, and then I managed to just ride away right from the beginning, which opened up the gap, and then I could sort of take my time up those steep banks and make sure I didn't make any mistakes. And then... And
5: I helped you win.
4: <laughs> yeah definitely yeah i wouldn't been able to do it without ollie so that's always a bonus <laughs> and then yeah i also got the yellow jersey from that event and that meant quite a lot since it was only two or three years ago i did my first national cross race and then to be uh-huh. able to be riding in the yellow for the rest of the season now is it means quite a lot yeah
0: a trip to coppenberg cross in belgium and a third place for you ollie can you tell me about racing such an iconic course and your rubber
5: duck? Oh, man, I didn't get to keep the rubber duck. Did
0: you not?
5: They took it off me as I was walking out. So I really was not happy with that. Um, but yeah, the course was brilliant. Obviously, I won a few years ago. In 2019, I think it was. And to come back as a first year and then get third, it, well, it was amazing. But there was this guy i've forgotten his name some dutch guy and he got fourth to me by less than a centimeter so we sprinted all the way up the cobbles and it ended up that it was something like 30 seconds a lap faster which was really amazing and i just collapsed afterwards so yeah it was good it was good
0: (laughs) You then went to represent Great Britain at the European Championships, along with Nathan and Libby. Ollie finished sixth and Nathan finished twelfth in the junior men's race. Libby, you finished tenth junior woman. Can you tell me about that race? So
3: that race was, I for me, that race, I just really enjoyed it. Mm. Like the course was, it I don't think it was as like techy as a cross course would normally be but it was just like up a massive hill and back, and back down a massive hill and um from the start on the start there was a quite a big crash next to me and I was the last one to get through before everybody was like behind just had to come to a standstill um, so I was really lucky to get a good start mm-hmm. and get around that um, and I was because my UCI points I was good on the second row um, so that was pretty good and then I think just for the rest of the race, I was just trying to keep, like, keep where I was and just keep uh, picking off people, and then everybody was saying that I was top 10, and that was what I was aiming for, like, you shouldn't really aim for, like, uh, a position, but I was just wanting, that's what I was kind of wanting, I'd I'd be happy with, and everybody was shouting that I was top 10, and um, I was just fighting to keep that place, but... Yeah, it was a really fun race, actually. I think
4: Ali can do this one because he got a lot better result than me. So,
3: um, Well, I think it was still a bit mediocre
5: from me. I mean, I enjoyed the race, like, but I could have got on the podium, I think, if I didn't have that puncture. Um, but the start was great. I was gridded second row and I was straight up in the top five. Um, then obviously Aaron docks just powered away and won, obviously, which annoyed everyone. Um, and there was the group chasing for second for about three laps. I stayed with them, and then I got that front wheel puncture. And just as as I was going past the pits, so I had to slow down around all the corners to get to the other pits. Um, and then chased back on. And I caught him after one or two laps and just went too hard and got dropped again and then sprinted for six.
0: Nathan, can you tell me about your amazing second at the World Cup? There was some brilliant racing there that weekend.
4: Yeah, no, that that was um, obviously the best result I've ever had in any race before. So um, I didn't get the best of starts, I just got a bit unlucky on the second row and then I don't think I was about 20th by the first um lap or half lap so right from the beginning I was having to fight my way back up so I was doing that picking off riders and by the last two laps I think I was in the front group and then they started making moves obviously with one lap to go the um Belgian guy that came third he tried to make an attack and then I closed it in on him then I was leading into the last lap and then David, the Dutch, who won, he managed to open a bit of a gap on these corners and I just couldn't close it for the rest of the like, lap because after catching up for the whole race, I was pretty dead already. So I just couldn't get back on his wheel and then he managed to get me at the end. But yeah, hopefully this weekend coming up, I'll have, I'll be up there against him and then show him how it's done properly. <laughs>
0: Another win for you in Sunderland, Seb. Do you think the long straights on the course suited you?
2: Yeah, it wasn't the techiest course I've ever ridden in my life. Uh, I really enjoyed it, though. It was just nice and flowing, and I think I got the better of it after, well, straight off the start, to be honest. it wasn't too much to get your head around, was there? But um, me, coming, from, I'm a road, I am come from like a road background, so I do quite a lot of that, and I'm on the road and track nsr as well so at the moment i'm just doing a lot of well basically just road and track training mm-hmm. don't really get a lot of time to be doing cross so i was actually i was really happy when i kicked the ride to the course and it was just like you know just long straights and it wasn't too technical either so i thought i was really happy with it and i hopped the hurdles for the first time ever
3: mm-hmm.
2: in the race I try, I've tried doing them before in practice. And I, I did them at Falkirk, but whenever it comes to like the actual pressure of the race, I never again end up doing it. So I was really happy with that. I think that was one of my favourite nationals this year as well, just by how I ridden. I think off the first lap, I got a lot of courage when I was coming through the pits because that was the first time I'd hopped the hurdles and everyone had seen it in the pits, all my dad and my, all my all his mates and stuff. and It was really good. enjoyed it.
0: I was actually quite disappointed with the course because I saw the pictures of the amphitheatre and stuff online and it, I was really looking forward to it because that sort of stuff looked like it suited me, but I'm not a roadie, so the straights uh, weren't very good for me.
2: No, uh, Yeah, it was very power-based, the course, but mm. I think they could have done a little bit more within the amphitheatre, but I'm not going to complain, to be honest. I enjoyed it.
0: A first and second for the team from Nathan and Ollie. Ollie, this time you were in a tight battle with Max Greensill, but managed to take second. How did it feel to be back on the podium?
5: Um, It was pretty good, actually. I think it was three or four weeks after the Koppenberg. Um, Obviously, I had to have a bit of a rest because I got cold just after the Koppenberg. Um, But yeah, it was brilliant, that race. It was a very hard course physically. Um, so I think I got dropped three, four laps in uh, just because of a crash. I tried to attack and slid out almost straight away on the next corner. Um, and then Joe Smith caught me and told me back to the group with one lap to go. Um, and I just went round everyone and won some out. I don't know how I did it really. Um, yeah, it was a good race.
0: And the North of England champs and you had a win in the snow, Seb. How was that?
2: Yeah, North of England champs was really good for me. I enjoyed, my co- enjoyed the course. It was probably one of my favourite British courses I've ever ridden, to be honest. Um, maybe because of the, like, the mixture of the snow and the sand. But I thought it was a lot of features and it was, you know... some. They also suited me as well. It was quite technical, but I don't think I am, I'm I'm god-awful at it. I can get around the corner or two, but I think... After a couple of laps, you kind of settle into your rhythm. There was some lines starting to form, and it was, you know, really enjoyable course. I like, might bit of a bit of a trek for me. I travelled up in the morning, slept in the van for about two hours, but I think it was a really good location. I think they're planning on getting a national trophy there sometime soon, so I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be um, upset if that came up on the calendar. So, yeah,
0: Jensen, I haven't asked you a question for a while, but. That's because you've been suffering from illness for several weeks. Uh, Tell me about getting back on your bike and what sort of riding and training you've been doing to get back your race fitness.
1: Uh, Yeah, I started training about three weeks ago, really. Um, It's been mainly endurance stuff. I've not really done anything too intense, which kind of explains why I didn't do brilliant at um, Cyclo Park this weekend. Um, But, I mean my endurance is getting a lot better pretty fast, but I mean, it's still not giving me like the race fitness, but I guess you've got to build your endurance up before you kind of do the more intense stuff. Um, but I've not really spent any time on my cross bike at all really. So I feel like that's had a bit of an effect when I went actually racing because like my skills and, and the technical stuff, which weren't really there for me. I just, I couldn't really stay on my bike. I crashed probably more times than anyone else I think in the race. Um, but yeah, I went to Tenerife a couple of weeks ago and spent 10 days there and got some quality training in. Um, but yeah, mainly in Jones, like I said. So hopefully it shouldn't take too long to get back to full fitness.
0: I got really jealous of your pictures from Tenerife because it was just really cold and wet here.
1: Oh, yeah, I picked a good time to go, I think, It like the
0: Jordan
1: <laughs> when it snowed.
0: So there's been a double weekend of racing for some of the team. I'll start with Seb as we were racing in the same places. Round five of the National Trophy in Gravesend, and a slippy, muddy course for practice changed massively with rain and darkness in the race. I know you were disappointed with how your race went. Can you tell me more about it?
2: Um, Yeah, I started off, I was feeling really good. I was obviously nervous as ever, like four Nationals. Um, but I was feeling really good. They had a good light like, week leading up to it. Um, it was all it was all going well to be honest on the day. Um, I got down to the start straight. I was feeling fine, and it just like you know, it started raining. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. here. Um, so it, it wasn't raining too hard. It was just kind of you know lightly like spitting. Um, but then that, our race start got delayed. So it was just spitting like more and more, and it started getting a little bit heavier. It wasn't wasn't too bad, but when it got to the start, it was starting to get dark, and you know it was a bit bit wetter on the ground. I had a, I had an all right start. It was quite quite a long start straight, um, and then after my start, it all kind of just went downhill from there. I um, I crashed and held up everyone apart from Alfie Mu. Won it in the end. I think we were all on the ground for about like fifteen seconds. And then after that, I think I just kind of like I got into my rhythm of it, but I still wasn't like on top of you know on top of a gear. There was nowhere to really put power down, which is what I thought at the end of the at the end of the day. After like looking back on the course, um, which I think I think it was more skills based than anything, which I don't I don't mind. It was a really fun course, but I don't think it suited me as well as it could have. So um, yeah, I was a bit disappointed, like looking back on it. But yeah.
0: Uh, we were at the same race at Clamford Cross and you rode a brilliant race and took the win. Did that feel even better after the disappointment of losing the Leeds jersey in the National Trophy?
2: Yeah, at I was a lot more motivated to, uh, well, I was a lot more motivated for the race that day after Gravesend. I was a bit disappointed with my result and I just came back stronger. Um, I really enjoyed the course, I thought it was I thought it was a good mix of technical ability and power, and I think I really got the better of it in the end. Another thing is it was a really good lineup as well in the start. I think most of the people that did it on the actual national trophy, event, the national trophy event the day before, were there signed up for the next day because it was so like close. Um, so it boosted my confidence, and I'd, I think I actually took positives away from the weekend in the end. So yeah, it was good.
0: I think the only bad thing was that the race, I think it was 30 minutes for me. But yeah, it was only like 23 minutes for you. So it was quite a short race.
2: Yeah, it was a short race. I was a bit surprised when they, when I heard the bell going. But at the, end of the, uh, at the end of the race, I had a chat with the organiser because he was just congratulating me. And he was saying, because it, it was quite a long course, and it was a bit you're tricky, saying, obviously, because the whole race was combined under 16 boys and 16 girls, you know under 14 boys and girls um it would have been a bit too long running for the rest of the race but I didn't mind it to be honest I um I was just I just really enjoyed my time there and it was
0: mm.
2: just a great course to race on wasn't it uh,
0: Nathan you also did the double weekend and had amazing success winning both at Clanfield and the National Trafe race in style with a superman across the line uh tell me about your races
4: yeah I mean I started a clan on the Saturday and that was going um, on the course found it really fun loads of corners bit of elevation to it which I like and yeah so in practice it was quite dry I think it was quite frosty in the morning and then by the time it came to my race it's slickened up quite a lot so to sort of alter the way I rode the course and the race was definitely a bit of a challenge, but. My plan going into the race was to try and get an early lead and then recover the legs as best as possible for the Sunday. And I think I did that quite well. So, yeah, I finished with a comfortable gap at Canfield. And then, yeah, and then going into Sunday, my legs felt good in practice in the morning. Again, the course was quite different to Canfield with the mud and all the ruts, but it was still a lot of fun. Although I still managed to get, um, win the like, um, Park. But the race didn't really go to plan with um, crashes on the first lap and a puncture. So, although it didn't go quite go to plan, I'm happy to go out on top and then guarantee the overall series lead as well.
0: Ollie, I chatted to you on Saturday, and I know how much you're looking forward to racing Gravesend on Sunday, but unfortunately, you didn't make the start line. Can you tell me what happened?
5: Um. Well, I was... I was really ill the morning of the race. Um, I threw up. Obviously, I wasn't doing too well. Um, and I just went straight home. It it really wasn't good for me. Um, yeah, I was looking forward to it. Like it's it's always a good course there. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I'll see you at the next one.
0: Libby I know you have suffered from a bit of an illness recently how did you find your race on Sunday?
3: Yeah I've for the past like kind of month few weeks I've not really been riding as much um, because I had about three colds in about nine weeks so I then I had post-viral fatigue Mm. and so I just and I I think I was trying to ride just ride through it and it just wasn't working for me at all um so I just had to take some time off really and then last week was kind of my first week actually riding properly again um so I wasn't I mean I was looking I was looking forward to the course this weekend because uh, I'd seen that this was meant to be really fun and like techie. but um I mean I didn't have a very good start at all, Um, but I kind of made up places a bit. And then I was with third, with Ella in third. And then I just slid down the bank on my bum, really. And uh, I think after that, because when you just fall off once, you just carry on doing it. And I kind of lost my mojo a little bit for that lap. But um, I got a bit of mud clogged in my bower in my shoe. And so I had to swap shoes in the pits. Um, so that took a little bit of time off, but and then I just managed to finish, just comfortable fourth, really. So, I mean, I was happy with it, but I think I could have probably done a little bit better than that. But
0: I think there are a lot of people that had problems at the start, because there was a problem for me at the start of my race, and there was a crash uh, at the start of Jensen's race that he just managed to dodge as well.
5: I think I had it the worst.
0: Uh, Jensen, your first national trophy since round one back in September. How did you feel building up to the race and getting onto the start line?
1: Uh, yeah, to be fair, I didn't really know how it'd go. So, like in train, I felt quite good. Um, went around the course before and like felt alright. I just didn't really push myself um, on the pre-lap side of puncture. So, I didn't want to get my other bike dirty. So, I kind of just only did two laps instead of doing like my normal three. So. I didn't really prepare as well as I should have done. And then warming up, I felt good as well. So right before, the, like up to the start line, I felt I felt good, yeah.
0: I've seen a video of the start, and I know that there was a pretty big crash, but you were leading the race at that point, so you missed all the drama. You finished 16th in the end. Were you happy with that result?
1: Um yeah, firstly, on the crash at the start, I mean, my plan was to start a bit a bit slower just because I've not raced in so long. I thought I'll just ease ease into it a bit. Um, so I think I was the last person on the second row um, on the right-hand side. Um, once we set off, I saw a gap and I thought I can get to the front here, so I kind of went for it. And by the end of the first straight, I was in the lead, so I, I led it around that corner where where that crash was, which was quite lucky, really, because I avoided that crash. So I'm kind of glad about that. Um but then I kind of just went backwards after that. I just kept, I crashed it when I was in the lead and I just kept crashing. Um, I was kind of trying so hard that I just couldn't concentrate. My heart rate seemed to be, seemed to be really high. Um, so I didn't really, because I didn't really know what to expect. I'm not like unhappy with it. I kind of wanted to do a bit better, but I mean, there was no pressure to get a good result. So it is what it is.
0: So Nathan, this weekend is the Namur World Cup. What are your plans for you and the team?
4: Well, it's the second GB World Cup for juniors. So, yeah, I think I've never raced this course. Obviously, I've seen it a lot on the GCN and i like, watching previous races. So it does look like quite an exciting course with a lot of elevation in it. I mean, looking at forecasts, it should be quite dry, which is unusual because I think mm. the past few years it's been really wet there. So I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see how it turns out at the race. But I'm hoping to improve on Tabor. And that, that, if I can do that, that'll be pretty good as well.
0: So the next big event in the UK is the national champs in Crawley in January. Uh, there is a lot of racing out in Belgium over the Christmas period. What are your plans for that, Ollie?
5: Um, well, we're staying out in Belgium for ages, really, and we'll be coming back on the first of January. Obviously, going out this weekend for Namor, and honestly, I don't really know what I'm doing. I know that I'm doing Namor this weekend. I've got Baal, um, possibly one the day after Dendermonder. I don't really know um, because my dad's entered me in all of them. And I might be doing Deegan, the night race as well. But that depends if Tom Dussett can get me in or not.
0: Uh, Libby, are you looking forward to the national champs at Crawley? And have you raced there before?
3: Yeah, I've raced a few times at Crawley. Um And I've had some good races, some good races, some lots of good races there. But that course is really a really good cross course, so I'm looking forward to that. I think it will be a really good champs course.
0: The final round of the National Trophy is pretty local for all of the team. Seb, how are you feeling about that race?
2: I'm pretty happy about the venue at Broughton. I've raced there before earlier on this year. And, uh, well, not the exact same venue because apparently it's on the other side of the road this year for the National anyway. And um, I had a GB camp, not th- not last weekend, not this weekend, sorry, but lo- the weekend before that. And it was on the venue. It looks like it's going to be really muddy. And I think that'll suit me a lot. It looks like it'll, it's going to be cold. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, like, it's really, really an open area.
5: Mm-hmm. So
2: I think it's going to be... Um, like on the top of a mountain, not on mountain, top of a hill in Yorkshire. So I can expect it to be rainy. <laughs>
0: um,
2: I'm really looking forward to it because it's really close now at the top of under-16s boys' um, trophy series overall. I think whoever wins it, wins it, to be honest. Uh, so I'm pretty nervous for it, but you know I'm
3: looking forward to it.
0: Nathan, you now can't be beaten for the National Trophy Series congratulations you must be really happy with how your season's gone so far.
4: Yeah I mean like I said before about how it's uh, progressed quite a lot in the past few years and the start cross scene and then to be able to guarantee the overall series and race I think it'll be three races in the yellow now at Broughton as well so yeah it's definitely means a lot and then I'm looking forward to Broughton I mean like Seb just said it's going to be really muddy hopefully and then I've been to the venue where when he was there as well at that GB camp and it looks like it could be quite an interesting race, so hopefully I can make it five out of five. It's mm. obviously ignoring the derby result.
0: Ollie, do you get much chance to ride and train together as team?
4: Uh, no, not
5: really, unfortunately. Um, I mean, it'd be nice if we did, but apart from Jensen living close, we all live at least 50 miles away from each other, so... It's not really possible. Although we did do that photo shoot. um, Where was that? Hope area. Did a photo shoot there and basically smashing each other up and down a hill in really, really strong winds. So, yeah, that was quite good. But apart from that, we haven't got out as a team apart from a few years ago um, in Lanzarote. But obviously Nathan and Seb weren't there. And. Libby, were you on that as well? No. No, it was just me and Jensen and Dan Barnes and Katie Scott.
4: Aye. I think we don't have a lot of time really to meet up with the race. Racing going on every weekend, it'll be quite difficult. I mean, at races we get together quite well. We try and park close to each other and have a bit of a team like setup going. But yeah, not a lot of training happening together.
5: I think
2: me being the youngest in the team as well, I think I'd benefit a lot from, from us meeting up a bit more. We've done we not long ago actually we went to um near Broughton, I think, for a like a team just like a skill session almost. And I really enjoyed that. I learned a lot like watching the others' lines and mm. you know, it was just a good day out. So I think honestly, I think I think as a if as a team, if we could do more of them, that'd be really good. I mean, the teams already providing a lot and you know, that would just make it even better.
3: Yeah, I think um riding... For me, riding with the boys definitely helps because they'll have quite a bit more skill than I do. So I think riding with with them definitely helps my skills and I probably push myself a little bit more just to keep up.
0: Do you guys ever Zwift together?
5: Never. To be honest, I don't.
2: Go on, sorry. Go on. To be honest, I don't really... I, I, do, I do go on the Turbo quite a lot, but it tends to be just for workouts. So I'll just do like an hour or two on it. I don't really go for rides on it. If the weather's grim, I can just like put extra gear on and go out. Um, I don't really tend to go on rides with anyone on Zwift. I do enjoy it, but I feel like it's not really what I I tend to use it for. It's more for, you know, the the sort of turbo sessions.
3: Yeah, personally, I don't like Zwift at all. It's just not for me. So I think that's probably good that we don't do it for me.
5: Did anyone do them Zwift races, like the GB
3: ones?
5: No. No. Oh, man. I yeah, nearly punched I my computer. Them. I nearly punched really? my computer so many times. Everyone's There's so many cheats. Yeah. Over lockdown, they were all I did. And
2: I think after a while, I just get really bored of them. The only reason yeah. I was doing them was because I could get a little bit of motivation. And honestly, they were just like, it was boiling summer. It was like July. And we were sat there inside on the turbo just doing like hour and a half races. It was horrible. Put me off it for a while anyway.
0: The team is really successful and well-known in the UK. Do you think being such a small team and having riders from a similar area is part of the team's success?
1: Um, I'm not really sure it's part of the team's success. We kind of just get the best riders, I guess, for the team. So, I mean, it's just kind of been a bit of a coincidence that we're all from a pretty similar area, to be honest. Um, I know a lot of a lot of us are quite high up in our categories, like Nathan, but everyone pretty much so. Um, I don't really think that's the case from being the same area. I think next year when we look at getting more riders and things like that, I'm sure we'll get ones from other parts of the country.
0: Uh, what are your plans for 2022 and beyond for the team? Uh,
1: 2022, I think, obviously, it's been a great season with Ribble on board this year, so... They've supported us a lot, so I think hopefully we can get a few more riders in and uh, make the team a lot bigger, have an even better setup, and get more riders to Europe and, and give them better opportunities to race abroad and obviously win races.
0: So, I normally have some fun questions at the end of every episode that I do, but I'll change them a bit for you guys today. So, just shout out your answers and we'll see if you all think the same. Which team member is the best at bunny hopping the boards?
4: Me, Nathan. 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 Yeah. I mean, I still crash on them. It's not like I get. Yeah, Nathan
3: crashes out. on them like most every practice before a race.
4: I tried
2: doing them at Clamfield and I decked it in front of about like twenty people taking videos. It was embarrassing.
5: <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as Matty Bell breaking his arm, is it?
2: Uh, yeah. I think he broke his elbow or something like that. He's had three surgeries to get it sorted.
0: Do you have a tip for bunny hopping, Nathan?
4: I think it's just committing to it because I I don't think I can bunny hop that high with like without the board being there. But as soon as you put it in front of me, I'm able to do it. So it's like, obviously practice as well. So I, I have a set at home that I practice on, but it's just like being able to commit and just trusting yourself to do it and then hope it doesn't go badly.
0: Uh, who hates training the most?
4: I reckon that might be Libby, you
0: know. Or really? me.
4: <laughs> I don't. I was know. say, I think we all kind of like it. I think Jensen doesn't like it at the moment because he's been ill.
1: Am I, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's probably about right that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> when you've been ill, I think motivation is quite hard because you just kind of feel like you're in a slog and it's just hard to get out of it.
2: I don't think you can do well in a sport without not liking training. Mm-hmm. It's just impossible after that. So I think that's why we all do quite well, because we all
5: just, you know, we all just get
0: no, on with our do. train
5: and enjoy what we do.
0: Uh, who always likes to have a clean bike?
5: Me. Definitely oh, me. me. You can't race on a dirty bike, can you? Even though your dad normally cleans so him, he can't race on a dirty bike. I always struggle to find the time to clean it. <laughs> that's my excuse.
4: I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, in a race, it's always nice to have a clean bike, so obviously going to the pit as well, I think. Um, uh, uh, side of the park, I was pitting every lap. I mean, clear the mud, but also means you have to be on a clean bike for 10 seconds, which is always nice as well. Less than that.
0: <laughs> who's the best on fast, dry courses?
5: I reckon either Seb or Nathan for that. I and think Jensen, Nathan's just Jensen's rapid, Jensen's to be honest. It, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say Jenton or Nathan, they're just,
2: yeah, they're just rapid.
0: And who's the best in the mud?
2: I, think I don't know, we've not had a really muddy. Season we had Gravesend, I suppose <laughs> it's just been dry apart from that.
1: So Cycling I couldn't back. say to you, honest. Weekend,
2: yeah, yeah, we
5: yeah was that, that one been... proper mud though, was it? That was just like a, a layer of it's just top. slippy, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah exactly. Ollie. I think when it gets to Crawley for national champs, that's when it's going to start getting grim. And
5: Geaton was proper mud, oh, yeah, yeah, Geaton. I
2: don't know, I I, I don't really know to be honest. I'd say Nathan or I'm not too sure about Jensen because he's not really done any not good across this the season. Yeah, not good at the minute. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't say
5: that.
4: Yeah, I mean, she didn't crash at all at the weekend. I think she stayed up right pretty well. So,
5: Well, you slid yeah. down a bank on your book.
3: There's been quite a few videos I've seen of me sliding or going over the bars. I went over the bars this weekend. I, I genuinely have no idea how I did it at all. Um, I just was on the floor and then I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, this weekend there was just one lap where I just couldn't stay upright. And I don't know why. Who's the best technical rider?
2: Ollie, maybe. Yeah. Probably Ollie. Hey. When we did the team yeah, session, he was, was pretty pretty insane. Just can't keep up with him for more than a couple of seconds
5: whenever it gets technical. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs>
0: What's the best and worst prizes you guys have ever won?
5: The best's got to be muck off stuff every time. It's just it's so good to work with. I think the worst prize was at Potato Cross in Belgium the day
2: before <laughs> Koffenberg. And I just got a bag of I haven't I, I even got a clue what they are, some sort of like Belgian vegetable. But I got about like six of these vegetables and we had them for tea the night that like the night after Koffenberg and it Oh, they would be
4: absolutely grim.
3: <laughs> I think I've got an orange before. Um, that was a bit random.
4: Yeah, Canfield's prize was quite cool. It was a little, like, flint rock on a piece of wood. like sort of, the, uh sort of similar to the Paris-Roubaix trophy, so that was quite cool to get.
5: A cobble's always quite nice from the Koppenberg. National Champs jersey's a pretty good one as well. Yeah. <laughs> or an under-12 top cap from Yorkshire Cross. I've still got that on my spare bike actually.
0: I thought you would have said the rubber duck Ollie.
5: No, that's the worst. Cuz you have the moment of euphoria and then one of the officials who don't really speak English comes up to you and just nicks it off you. I don't even know if he was an official. He might have just <laughs> took it for himself.
0: Can you guys predict the elite win- <laughs> the elite winner for the men's and women's races at Nemo this weekend?
5: Ellie's a bit. I think.
1: you I think, wow. Well, yeah, me.
2: Walt's unstoppable. He's such a fast runner as well. And yeah. actually, no, you said that the moors might be dry, but if it is muddy, I think it's Walt's any day of the week. Yeah. When's Vanderpool coming back? Uh Yeah, I mean, um, it is
5: going to be Wout, definitely. But I want Ellie or Tom to.
2: I think in the women's race, I don't really know who's on form at the moment, to be honest. It's been pretty good watching their racing though because it's not been like dominated by like you know one person that was the brand or whatever so it's been a like, mixed bag
0: thank you all so much for joining me today
2: you're welcome thanks for having us on yeah, cheers for having us
0: good luck to all of the riders with the rest of their races this season it was really fun to do the interview with the team It was my first time doing an interview with a team so I hope you enjoyed listening and don't forget to share the podcast with your friends. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at cycling.talk.podcast and on Twitter at cycling underscore talk. You can find the Garden Shed team on Instagram at cyclocross underscore racing. All of my episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts my Buzzsprout website and all the usual podcast places. See you on the bike.